It's Thursday care. night. You know what that means. Welcome to Pals Pulls. Say hello if you're watching live. The gang's all here. We got Tyler. Uh, hello. Marco. I decided to show up. Kale. <laughs> hey, I'm here too. And Sorry. I'm here too. Uh, we've got four books to talk about. Count them. Last week, I, I neglected to mention this, but last week we did no Marvel books, which was pretty uh, unique for oh. a podcast hosted by someone who's obsessed with Marvel. Hmm. Um, this week it almost happened, but I couldn't justify doing another Flashpoint review. Um, so we we are doing one one Marvel this week. Hello, Trap Zord. What's up? Um, so we got Dark Crisis number one. Can you that open up be... that bad boy for us? I want to see that double the double cover. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, bend the spine I... for me. There oh, yeah, go. definitely. Oh, it's a nine. Nice. It's it's like an 8.2 now. There we go. <laughs> 9.8, my ass. We got uh, Aquaman on Andromeda. Oh, Hotly anticipated. I'm getting that mm. tomorrow. Yeah. I got mine. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Whoa! First, uh, first physical go. purchase of the uh, of the pals pulls on, uh, wow. on this end of the pond. Look at the gloss <laughs> on it. The, the, the production value on those black label things are so good. Excellent. We got Poison Ivy number one. Okay. Yeah, you would pick that cover. Uh, yeah. Who is that cover? <laughs> uh, it's Poison Ivy. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Good job, <laughs> um, Joe. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm not. I'm actually not sure. Uh, I'll figure it out. You, you keep. You keep going. All right. Cool. 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 And um, last but not least, we have uh, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor. Uh, oh, this cover. one is by a Stormbreaker. Oh, whoa. Yes. young gun. It's no, what, no, no. not a young gun. It is a Stormbreaker. Carmen Carnero, great artist. She did uh, mm. Kelly Thompson's Mad, uh, Captain Marvel. Mm. Good stuff. Tasty so stuff. we got we got some oh. we got some meaty books to talk about today. Before we get into all that, go ahead, Tyler. It's uh, the artist on it is uh, Warren Liu on your cover. Okay. You picked the smut cover. Good job. I mean, my God, what are you? Why would you say that? I'm looking at the variants. It's like everyone is the sexy, you know, uh, cheesecake. What's what's the vegetation version of cheesecake? Eggplant. Bean cake. Anyway, uh, you can support the show in all manner of ways. One of which being uh, heading on over to patreon.com slash comics pals for as little as $3 a month. You can uh, support the show. Check out our content. We're offering our newsletters now uh, at the $3 tier. So if you want to check those out and haven't yet, uh, you can head on over and do that. Um, Tyler's uh, newsletter came out this week. Uh, lots of lots of cool stuff ha- happening on our Patreon page. Uh, if you want to watch this show live, twitch.tv slash the comics pal, 6 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday, Saturdays at 10 15 Eastern in the morning. That's a.m. Uh, for the main show. For the main show. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, the. Uh, what's the. What's the, the. The evil version of the Justice League? Not the evil version, but like. Who's their what's their enemy team? The Avengers. The Justice Society? Or, or no, the, no. the the um The Legion of Doom. Uh, okay. The, There's like, yeah, so Legion of Doom. We're gonna be talking about the Legion of Doom this weekend. Uh we've got reverse flash, 
We've got mm. uh, mm. who can Amber Heard be? Oh um, my god! <laughs> Honestly, Black Giganta. I'm down for it. You know what? I'm down yeah. for it. You imagine imagine <laughs> yeah. that the size of that dump. What? <laughs> I oh. missed it too. Did you know? I, I don't know what I heard. No, the you, know, you heard, what, you heard what exactly got, what you thought you heard. <laughs> you the size heard of that dump. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the up, the medic? Let's let's get into our first review. Let's get into Dark Crisis. Uh, so this is the book we've all been waiting for. Uh, Dark Crisis number one. Joshua Williamson, Daniel Samper on art. Alejandro Sanchez on colors. Tom Napolitano did the letters. Um, chapter one, the Justice League is dead. And that's all anyone could talk about. Um, I have been looking forward to this event since they first announced it way back when. I love me a good crisis. That's a name with some cachet to it. These books are supposed to matter. Um, from top to bottom, I would say that this was pretty smack dab in the middle of the road as a comic book. Well, you would give it that much. Hmm. Uh, maybe less. I can be talked into less. But for now, that's where I'm at. Oh, I think the art gives it a little bit of a bump up for me. I really like the art. It's an event, though. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I think I think that let's let's start with the let's start with the story. So the story is simply that the league is dead. And in the aftermath of that, uh, the villains are out in force. They are, you know, making their big plays. All the doomsday cults and groups are, you know, coming out in force. And John Kent wants to start a new league, but mostly people are not down to do that. And he's being doubted by Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and, uh, and others. Meanwhile, Nightwing gives encouraging speeches. That's pretty much this comic book. <laughs> um, and when I say encouraging, I mean irrelevant. Um, it, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like anything. Like the league is dead. So you spend the first issue of a seven issue event comic saying, oh, do you want to join the league? No. All right. Uh, hey, do you want to join the Justice League? No. All right. Hey, you, do you want to be on the league? And it, you get to the point where it's like you're asking Harley Quinn to be on the Justice League. Sean, if uh, John Kent came up to you and said, you want to be on the Justice League, what would you say? Hell no, man. I ain't got no damn powers. <laughs> okay. You know what? Hey, fair. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the first one dead. You know what? That makes you the smartest man on the planet because <laughs> Bruce Wayne has no powers, and sure. is on the Justice League. <laughs> That's it, dumb. That is dumb, but at least he's rich. I'm poor, so what am I going to do? I'm not going to do anything. Look at the power set. Harley Quinn, her power? Uh, mental illness? <laughs> oh, shit. You might fit right in. I know I would. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they this asked, is a lineup I can work on. They asked Peacemaker. That was funny. America like comes that, first actually. all the time. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like that, that whole thing to me was just like, I don't know, kind of lame. Like it's, it's fine. I guess I wish this was happening in like justice league 76, or you know, the, the road to 
dark right. crisis or whatever the fuck like right. this this book should have been what the last three pages were yeah mm. it's it's funny i think my and, and I, 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 agree, I agree with you guys. I think I'm a little, a little down on this book, too, because I've read Road to Dark Crisis, because I've read the prelude in, in Justice League 76, and I read the free comic book day thing. It felt like since Justice League, nothing's moved. Like, we've just been doing, we've been treading water. And I was hoping for, like, something here. But no, this felt like, oh, they're just restating what I already know. Like, I know they were going to try and get a new Justice League. You know, Dick and, and John talked about it previously. Right. Um, I know what Pariah's up to. He had his whole, you know, cool little story in Central Park last issue. Um, I wonder if I had just read this without reading the previous two, if I'd like it more. I think I might have, actually. Um, I think so, yeah. I'm just, this is going nowhere right now because of all the sub- supplemental stuff I've read. I don't know, man. This is the, like, we. I, I know we keep hammering this point, but this is the first issue of an event book. And you're gonna spend the first fifteen pages trying to put together a, a new Justice League. You're gonna put a nine-panel grid of everybody in the DC universe telling you no. Come on. This <laughs> like, would what? be this would be like if the inciting incident of Civil War happened in a random prelude issue, like New Avengers number thirty-five featured the school explosion, and then you open the pages of Civil War number one and. The only thing that happens is Cap and Iron Man saying, hey, do you want to be pro-registration or anti? What do you want to do? What's it going to be? Huh? 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 Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it a, a little bit differently. Like, as, as it plays out, yes. But I think I, I enjoyed the fact that, and I've not seen this before, right? This is probably one of my first crises event. So to see all the baddies come out and start, you know, doing their shit and you got cobra and you got these cults over here that to me is entertaining enough for me to see okay john's going around and asking people but these people are busy they're wrapped up in like real world shit real world ramifications coming out of the death and that to me felt it felt enjoyable it felt it felt enough to carry me through the book i I was a uh, i feel like i was more i was higher on it than than you guys are but i feel like you guys have also probably seen this stuff in the past yeah, I mean, we have, but I just, I don't know, just on a fundamental level, um, like I was into it on the first page, like yeah. the, the idea of, you know, Nightwing sharing his story about, because Nightwing is like, he's not the main character of DC, but he probably should be. Mm-hmm. And I'm into his, you know, way, how he's going to deal with this and him being sort of the voice of the hero's uh, for lack of a better phrase, I like that part. And I wish we would have spent more time with him. Um, he's there, and then he's he appears again talking to the Titans, and that's about it. And John is the main character of this book, but I I don't really care about John the way he's presented here. Um, I really don't. I, he's not doing anything. He's just yeah. flying around. Not, none of these guys are necessarily doing... John's not doing anything, and everyone else is just dealing with their own shit in their own way and as much as that is for a dramatic effect the fact that we're not tying into something at the end of this like at the end of this john goes oh actually you know who should be leading this it's nightwing versus he's the one rallying the people and i think that would have 
made more sense and made for a more enjoyable story here. Well, I would actually say I, I kind of like that idea that, you know, John's the one actually trying to do something. Um, but even Black Adam's like, it, it should be Nightwing. And Nightwing's the one that's kind of trying to move past things already. Um, but I do think, like, there is no inciting incident here. Like, yeah, the Justice League died previously, but, like, that that's a separate... It's almost a separate story. The story that was here, the inciting incident. Yeah. And it but happened no inciting, page. Yeah, but there's no inciting incident for conflict in this until no. the end. Sort of. Right. Um, like, the entire book is dealing with ramifications that didn't even happen in this book. Um, Still. Yeah, and they're not... There's no forward momentum. Even at the end, when you get the whole uh, 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 ju- the Injustice Society showing up, um, sure, that's a big thing, but, like, why? There's no why there. Like, I think there, there are seeds here that I like. I like the idea that there might be some conflict between John and Dick um, because people view Nightwing as the successor to the Justice League. Um, but I'm sure Nightwing doesn't view it that way. You know, his thing is, is always pushing the youth. I don't think that gets set up here. I don't even think that that's like uh, Black Adam says it. He says, uh, "You are uh, you are not ready for this role, and you both you and I both know who should lead a new Justice League." And it cuts to Nightwing. So even like Black Adam knows it. So there is some kind of very very thin conflict that doesn't even actually directly. It's like not even direct conflict. It's like in between the the words. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, even that's silly. Like, is Black sure. Adam so connected to what the <laughs> heroes are involved with that he would know that it should be Nightwing? I feel like Black Adam just got into the mix with all these people the other day. And he probably, like, in my mind, he might not have even met Nightwing. So yeah. what is this coming from? So, I mean, it's crazy yeah. to think that he's been a Justice League member for, like, three years now, you know? Um but no, I don't, I don't, right? yeah, yeah, I don't think he's actually like 10 minutes. interacted with Nightwing. Nightwing was had, shot in the head for most of it. Right. You mm. know, so. I don't know. I don't know. That last splash panel, though, with all the villains, again, I'm a sucker for that shit. It looks good. It, Crazy it cool. looks really good. Uh, speaking of shot in the head, um, it's uh, cool. Well, I don't know if cool is the word. Uh <laughs> Uh, offing Beast Boy is kind of a big move. That's a that's a big boy move, Joshua Williamson. It didn't happen. He probably turned into a fly to dodge the bullet. I think. Yeah, um, it's, it, you don't see it. So. It's it's interesting because, like, to me, had this happened at the beginning of the issue, it would have been more of a oh shit, nothing is safe than killing the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Final crisis number one. Isn't that when Marsh Manhunter gets killed off? Like, that's where it's like, oh, shit, this shit's a crisis event. You know, and it happens pretty early on, I think, from what I remember. It could be timing wise. It could be a little. Is that final? Final crisis? Yeah. And final crisis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay. Also, I I feel like um, the messaging of John's League is not that clear because I thought this story was supposed to be about the the new the next wave of heroes kind of like staking their claim and you know uh sort of establishing that we don't need the old heroes to be able to save the world and obviously this is just the first story 
so the first issue rather. So there's probably a lot to come, but I feel like um, Supergirl's not new to the league. Um, you know, Harley Quinn might be, but she's not like a new character. Um, Booster and Blue Beetle are not new characters. Frankenstein's not new. So I don't get what the, like, what was the, the concept behind putting these characters together? Is it just supposed to be that this is the league that won't work and later Batman and Wonder Girl will join and that will be a real league or like what's the idea? Um, For for me looking at it, it just seems like a a team of heroes that have something to prove. Um, Specifically Supergirl? After what happened in Supergirl 1 of Tomorrow, which is canon and they reference in here, I think so, yeah. Um... She's got pants now. Oh, she's got <laughs> pants. Like, uh, you know, all these legacy characters have something to prove. Uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are doofuses currently in the DC Universe. They have something to prove. Killer Frost Correct. was a villain. Um, technically, I think, was a Justice League member, uh, Justice Society member when they had that 50 variant thing. Um, so that's how I view it. Like, these are people with, you know, that are willing to prove something, which shares John's... Um, kind of motivation for this too i guess that's interesting enough but to me it's it more than that it reads as well these are the only people that would help that's what i felt it as and like a setup for the punchline that uh black adam would then be like well these guys suck like what do you do yeah yeah i don't know um this is the most first issue of a comic book that I've ever read for an event. And Mm. that's not a good thing. Um, Certainly that doesn't mean it can't improve. And, you know, look, obviously eventually Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman will be back. All the heroes we lost will return. I don't know that I care about that. Quite frankly, Um, this book has to sell me on its reason for being and this issue didn't do that um i do want to briefly touch on the art i liked it i didn't love it i think part of the reason i didn't love it i kept thinking throughout that the panels were too small um Mm -hmm. it didn't have yeah like there were a lot of panels and it didn't have that like widescreen event feel that i that i really enjoy um there were spaces where it did, but a lot of the time it felt like there were things that I would have liked to sit with that were just like a very small panel in a corner somewhere. Um, when we see Brazil for the first time, for example, like the the establishing shot of Brazil is fucking tiny. The, the, the little flowers and stuff like that, that's all so small. It just doesn't help sell the scale of these things at all. So, you know, we're seeing the whole world, but it's little tiny panels it's a really good I, point yeah. i agree the, um, but i gotta say uh i was just gonna say that, that that he does manage to squeeze a lot into those little panels he he does but i think it's the fact that he has to squeeze them in right sure. he shouldn't have yeah. to williamson is a writer who's been around for long enough that i think he should know that to me especially in events where you have so little space and so much to do less is more with dialogue you got to be able to get your shit in without doing this. Part of the spectacle of events is, is the art. I spent 
six dollars on this comic book and mm-hmm. and some pairs of good artists. I want to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? That was a good Yara. You see that next that next uh, full page? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I think you know. Were this an event by any anyone else? Um, writing wise, I I think it probably would have been more like what we expected. But by that same token, I think any other book by um, what is it? Sampere, Sampere, Sampere. Any other book by this guy would be tremendous. Yeah, it would be a top tier book. Mm. Now I know why uh, Snyder didn't want Crisis in his title. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, quickly, I also did the letters bug you guys. Not that I recall. I don't know the the balloons and the letters to me just didn't feel right. Yes, either. I'm looking it's at the them font. now. And I agree. I think it's the font. Yeah, I do too. It's different. Yeah, I'm. I, I oh, agree. that's so interesting. There's like weird spacing. It's one of those things you don't notice until you notice it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like extra spacing in, in a few of them. There, uh, in a f- yeah, a few of these panels. Uh, the kerning, the right- I think, is the term. Is that right? The widget. The kerning between. Mm. Well, and I think I think even on some of the balloons, there's it's like the the lines are like thicker. And it's a little, um, I don't know, it's almost like they're in, in another book that character would be putting on a voice, right? Uh, but this is just just thin enough that you almost don't notice, but just thick enough that you do. Yeah, I know that. Hey. I'm a big fan of Joshua Williamson. I have all the faith in the world in his ability to tell great stories. So I'm not out on this. Um, I would say pull for the fact that it is an event, but only if you care about that. You know, in terms of a recommendation of quality, I can't say that. But for the potential, I would say pull. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of awesome with you. Oh, okay. Um. I don't feel like there's anything you need here for even for the event. The Justice League is dead. Uh, well, you'll get to it, I'm sure, in the first five pages of uh, issue two. Right. Fair. If you are inclined to pick it up, I gotta say, uh, it's a it's a cool premise. The The villains are going to tear down Titan's Tower. Well, they're going to kill all the Titans and, and leave it as a grave. I don't know. It's not, I got not some heavy hitters in that team. I, I don't have. Uh, I don't have faith based on what I've read so far. Mm. I'll pull it. I'll, I'll pull oh. it for, for the prospect of it potentially getting better. And uh-huh. yeah, that's saying that we've been pretty low on. I think everything leading up to and now with the issue. Mm-hmm. The the only thing I haven't been low on on the Dark Crisis stuff is the friggin' free comic book day issue drawn by Olivier Coipel doing Clayface like that that alone Wild. it's a it's an instant pull but it was yeah, it was free it. too you can't not pull it you know if it's there uh, I I'd pull this one um, 
I'm a sucker. I'm a mark. This is just kind of my thing, and I'm okay to admit that. So, okay. Uh, well, let's talk about Aquaman Andromeda, book one. This is Ram V and Christian Ward with letters by Aditya Bidikar. Um, this is a black label book, so it is, you know, the that expanded page size. Absolutely um, massive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty huge. Um, this book, I don't really feel like we knew what to expect from. Um, and after reading the first issue, I can tell you right now that I still don't know what to expect. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I can can I can I pitch what I feel like this is to you to me? Do whatever you want. This is Prometheus in underwater. If you've ever seen Prometheus. I'm going to take that a step further. What's the is it Event Horizon with Sam Neill where he turns into the devil? Oh, that is ringing some vague bells. They, it's about a it's a, a crew that's isolated on a space station. They find a planet that ends up being like the portal to hell or something. What? And what? Sam Neill is the devil. I mean, but that's what? that's a trope. It's alien. You know, it's alien underwater yeah. is what yeah. this is. And yeah, once I realized absolutely. that's what this was, I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm into it. Because I still don't know where Aquaman actually fits into that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the most compelling stuff was the crew versus this uso on an unidentified submerged object actual term i went to a, nice. a paranormal museum this is a thing people are interested in wow um uh yeah but yeah i don't know where aquaman fits in tentacles um so i'm into it uh with that sounded mm. sean keep yeah, going. we got it no no the the art this is an art showcase book Ooh. Yeah. um christian ward is really really phenomenal and while this certainly has a lot of talky stuff, um, there are some times where, especially some of these splashes where Ward is able to really flex. And I typically hate underwater environments. Don't ask why. Um, pirates. Because right above the water is pirates. That's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too close. It's too close. And I, yeah, and I don't care for stories that take place on the sea. But this book, you know, like just this, this tentacle shot, right? Like, how oh. crazy is that? Look at the scale of that. You know what I mean? Like, unbelievable. Can uh, can you can you do the the title sequence that the DC Comics presents, like the second uh, or third page? Right here. Yes. Oh. Oh, it's radiant black. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a really really good looking comic book from start to finish. Um, Rom is doing Rom stuff in here for sure, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it connected for me because it's all kind of like it's all esoteric. Like, so the stuff, the stuff that he's saying about Aquaman, the stuff that the, the old woman is saying and all that, like narration is all esoteric. And it's not it's not something that I could latch on to. And then there's the stuff with the. You know, the people aboard the submarine that Tyler referenced and, you know, whatever. Like, we've seen that kind of thing a hundred million times in movies like Alien and stuff like that. What about this? This this is what I'm waiting for. What about this is going to feel special and unique? That's the Aquaman stuff, right? That's whatever Rom has to say about Aquaman. But we haven't gotten there yet. Not even close. 
yeah, I, think- I, I feel like the most we got is the the bits where he he's a it's addressed that he's a man of two worlds, right? Which he we know. Yeah, he doesn't want to be underwater all the time, and I think I think that's the emotional bit. He doesn't want. He doesn't always want to be doing what he's doing. I I contrasted that with the fact that we have this otherworldly thing that lands in the water the same way that like man doesn't necessarily want to be on the earth anymore and because there's so much illusion to space and andromeda itself as like a separate galaxy plus anything in terms of the art looks less like water and more like some sort of um it actually reminded me of low in how like it uses a lot of the the water aesthetic to push out this sci-fi vibe Mm -hmm. um and and so as much as aquaman doesn't want to be underwater and more on the surface we're trying to sort of escape our own uh i don't know black hole for lack of like a, a a better example there and i don't know how it all fits in yet and that's the one piece that i was it just felt very loose on and i couldn't it, it didn't ground me and i think that was the one thing that was missing from this is something to really ground me to either the the crew or to aquaman or if it was only the art and even then some of the elements of the art like uh, in particular the 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 form of people and facial structures weren't always the cleanest or pretty uh it felt like unfinished in some in some instances uh, I'm assuming that's just the art style. I, I don't is, think yeah. I've read anything else uh, with Ward. Mm-hmm. So it it was a mix. I, I was I was much more excited to read this than I was reading it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I mean, I, I really like Christian Ward's art. I think it's uh, somewhat of an acquired taste. It's like one of those artists where you're like, you know this is good. But it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, the same guy did a, a sci-fi book with G. Willow Wilson and did a uh, a a Black Bolt series um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a space prison, which was fantastic. Um, made Absorbing Man a likable character, even though that's somewhat problematic. Was um, that solid in Ahmed? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was. Yep. Uh, but um, yeah, I like I like this book. I mean, I think I can see where it's going. You have. Aquaman, which typically is the character that is all about the ocean. He's about protecting his kingdom. But this one's set up as somebody who's really struggling with being a man between worlds um, and almost actively fighting against having to be in the water. Um, and then you have our our you know POV character, Miss Verne, which, nice allusion to Jules Verne there, um, yep. being almost the opposite. Someone from land who is being drawn to the sea. Mm. Um so and they meet up somehow and maybe it's them kind of finding that balance between each other if they if they do meet up i mean it, it could also be that you know aquaman just becomes this mythical character for her. you know it, it's her, her her moby dick her great white white whale um for this uh you know it's it's she the the sea king is a story her dad told her and it's not a rom v book without flashbacks to family memories um, <laughs> Right, <laughs> which, which I was like, all right, I, I like it. Uh, it's got the rombie flavor to it, um, mm-hmm. and then it's got a horror tinge to it. And then, like with that horror tinge, you got some kind of action thriller because you know Black Manta's around too, 
It's mm-hmm. like these weird, it's weird amalgamation of different uh, kind of genres in a way um, that I'm still not quite sure how it all comes together, but I'm very excited to read it. Um, and I like the, uh, the the way the book felt very, especially in the submarine, it felt very um, constricted. A lot of the panels were, I think I remember that one panel of um, Miss Vern in the, you know, in her sleeping quarters. And like the panels, there was maybe like five panels that were like in the middle of the page. But there was a lot of open space where it was drawn out around it. So it felt really, you know, constricted and claustrophobic, which uh, that's that's how you make a, a underwater book scary for me. Because that's the scary part about it, in my opinion. And then you get this. Like, yeah. look oh, at this. This is yeah, King of the Sea. Great. This, yeah, this two-page splash is just Aquaman going into the depths to fight this, you know, octopus, Kraken. maybe Kraken, right? Um, and you can see like the hint of light in the the top left corner there, and he's just going into the blackness. And you can, you know, that says a lot about the Aquaman character and what he's called to do. Um, and how foreign that must be, how weird that must be for a person. Because didn't was an Aquaman raised on land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, obviously he's been doing this for a while. But like the idea that as a human being you're gonna go to the depths of the ocean, which is as foreign as space. So that goes back to what Marco was saying mm-hmm. um, to face off with creatures that are like borderline out of this world. So like conceptually, I think everything works. Brass tacks, you know, story and dialogue. I'm still waiting for something really interesting to grab me. But this is the kind of book that will always have the run to do that. Um, the art's amazing and Rom's amazing. What's the the only three issues. Three, so. three books? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, is it? Yeah. I can see it, though. So, yeah, that, you know, I have long to wait. That tracks. This uh, this reminded me comparison to um, uh, Submariner: The Depths, which is a Sandrovich, Milligan, and it's a Namor book. Really, and I've never heard of that. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. <laughs> it, it's very much in a similar style. They're trying to find a crew, trying to find something underwater. the 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 one thing I'll say is that there's less of an appearance from Namor. It's more of a mythological figure. And mm-hmm. that's how they play him up. And I think here they're a bit more direct with it. Uh, but contrast aside, this was this was solid. This is this is a pull for sure. Pull, yeah, definitely yeah, easy. Yeah, this one got me hook, line, and sinker. It, it's probably my book of the week, but I will be honest that I I don't think that's saying a ton this week. <clears throat> Um, Interesting. It's, it's not mine. Not yeah, mine. It's not mine. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's see if it's the next book. Uh, Poison Ivy. So Poison Ivy, uh, by G. Willow Wilson, with uh, artist Marcio Takara, who is phenomenal. Uh, we have colors by R.F. Prianto and letters by Hassan Atzman El Hau. Um, this is Poison Ivy, just taking a nice little stroll across the earth. Uh, you know, killing people on the way to wherever. <laughs> nice. yeah. You know, it's like that that run by JMS where Superman was just taking a walk. Grounded. Um, 
grounded. Worst yeah, this is action comics run of all time. <laughs> absolutely, this is grounded with murder. <laughs> a dream. <laughs> uh, so I'm so curious. Whose book of the week was this? It was mine. Me. It was mine. Yeah, I really liked it. I had a lot of fun. I, I think I, it's not my book of the week, but I did actually really enjoy it. Um, for me, uh, Marcia Takara is a draw for me. Like it could have been, I don't know, Prometheus, the book, you know, <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the cover do it for me, Sean, but I, you know, I can control my animal instincts. No, mostly. you can't. I'm showing it off for Sultan of Swing, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, this had direct, this is, this has direct fallout from Tinian's Batman run. Which I thought is very interesting, and I didn't ex- expect it from this. Um, in Tinian's Batman run, uh, Poison Ivy was this huge, strong, powerful, even p- more powerful than Swamp Thing at a certain extent, um, force of the green. She literally had control over everything. She was like a god. Um, but her human ha- half was separated from it. So Harley and the, the gardener, um, I forget, uh, yes, one of the Tinian yes. creations, um, fused her the parts of her together and now she's pissed and i was i liked seeing that in this because like yeah you made she was a god at some point and you clipped her wings is how she described it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which yeah i'd be probably pretty pissed off too so seeing her you know allowed to be pissed off and do fucked up shit was somewhat refreshing to me um i like how the harley poison ivy thing was text it was not subtext it was actually on the page which we've gotten a couple times here or there, but it's usually, I don't know, in like a Valentine's Day special. It's not like in the main book I ever see. Even in the Tinian run, I don't know if they, they even expressly say, said it was, you know, a love interest thing. Um, so it was good to see, you know, a nice kiss on, on page. And, uh... Pervert. It was pretty violent. Now, I don't know. I was kind of feeling that this week. I, was, I, I like turn, people uh, turning into mushrooms. It probably helped that I watched the Summer Games Fest and watched a lot of Last of Us footage right before I watched this. And there was like mushroom people. And I was like, yeah, I'm in a mushroom people kind of mood. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Very specific flavor, Tyler. Yeah, right. I like mushroom people. Like mushrooms. Like, toad. I like anyone? Can anyone do a toad scream? Oh, oh. I can, but that's my old. Mario! <laughs> that wasn't that bad. That was, that was I put you on the spot. So, um, I like that. Um, I like the premise of what she's trying to do. Like, it feels like, uh, you know, she's trying to get to Seattle to get on a ship that will spread this virus across the earth or whatever. Um, it feels like, you know, there's a. Uh, it feels like there's a time limit on this, which I think, you know. It's only a five issue run, is that right? Um, yeah. So that with you know this this timer on it puts stakes, and it I don't know it it feels fun. I, I wonder how much of this is going to be. Well, I'm just mad at the world, and I'm going to continue to just kill people because uh, I don't know that's going to carry me for five issues. I think this this worked as an introduction. It it sets the the tone, but I'm gonna need some more here. And I'm hoping that Harley comes back into play, as does this other person. You said the gardener, Tyler. 
I think that's who she's talking about in this when she keeps saying her, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, essentially her ex. It's it's also oh. worth pointing out she uh, is sick. Like, uh, she's going to die soon. Yeah, something like that. That was yeah. my understanding. And whatever the mushrooms, the mushroom people are reanimating that's that's a draw that's that's yeah. cool because it looks yeah. like okay that those would be re repercussions from that drawing the also, squad there we go it also feels a bit unintended yeah. just like yeah. the way the way it played out in in the in the book so that's that's cool marco green question for you um Shoot. could this be a rot situation no because there is a parliament for uh, for fungus. mushrooms okay is there an avatar there was, but it's not been seen since uh, Future's End. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I didn't think about that. That'd be kind of hype. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Sean. No, you're good. I, I, I didn't hate this. I thought it was solid. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess uh, Poison Ivy's quest really didn't do anything for me. Um, watching her kill people. I... I could do without this. Um, the last few pages were pretty cool. Like when she, when she's um, all in color and, and vibrant and stuff like that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, she reminded me of uh, the Phoenix. But um, the, in color scheme, like the green and red like that. Um, but, uh, you know, just her being, uh, you know, oh, I'm mad. So people are going to die now. Eh, no, I'm not. I'm not into that. That's not cool. Um, and I don't see, I don't, I really don't know what DC is trying to do with poison Ivy. I don't get it at all. Um, and if these people that she's killed are going to somehow be alive later, and that's the idea that she didn't really kill anybody, that's ah, a cop out. Um, but I don't think that's where it's going. I think yeah. she's a violent murderer. And so for that reason, I say, why the hell does this comic exist? Um, you know, people were so angry that the Joker comic existed uh, when it was first announced. And then it was like a Jim Gordon book and everybody was cool with that because it was a different angle. This is a Poison Ivy book where she's... No, I wouldn't know anything no, okay. about it. Um, this is a Poison Ivy book where she's just straight killing people. I don't... I'm not into hey, it. Hey, man. Hurt people hurt people. That's just... That's the saying. But again, that's enough to bring me in. But to your point, Sean, I don't want that to be the whole story. If that's what this is going to be, I'm going to be out by issue like three. It probably won't because of how uh, talented G. Willow Wilson is. Like, that's something that's worth stating for sure is that this is a creative team that can do anything. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm always going to want to see what they have to say. But to me, this issue is it's only expressing that Ivy is mad and people will pay which I feel like is what we've been hearing about Poison Ivy for the entirety of her existence. Um, they had her in a more interesting place. Now they're taking her away from that, and she's back to murder. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. That's what, that's I, I think um, sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go. You're good. I think I like that she has a reason that's more than well, people are destroying the earth. You guys gotta die. You know, it's a little. It's it's more than that. It's I had this ultimate power, and that's been taken away. Now I'm dying. Fuck all this. 
Catherine, it should be in your comic shop. It's a it's a brand new num- number one comic with yeah. Poison Ivy on it. I would argue Poison Ivy is probably one of DC's most famous characters that isn't, you know, everywhere in transmedia, like outside of comic books, you know? Like, you get people to name Batman characters, I would I would guess Poison Ivy is pretty high up there. Mm. It's got recognition. She, That's the word she I'm looking had, for. Yeah. yeah, she had a movie. Mm. Yeah. I say what you will about it. Content mm-hmm. aside, uh, she you know was I mean, the villain of a movie. And if that's like the case, Thurman one. Yeah. If that's the case, I would say Mister Freeze is more. She he'd he'd be higher than Poison Ivy. Mm, fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, pull. Book of the week. Pull. Yeah. Pull. Uh, yeah. I agree. Yep. <laughs> Silv, Silv, you're a big Uma fan, huh? Yeah, she's coming for yeah. you, homie. <laughs> I've, I've, uh, I don't know if I can say oh, this. No. An NDA. I worked with Uma. Very nice lady. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Uh, awkward FaceTime calls for tech stuff. Did you say? Wait, did you say I? I can't disclose. Hold on, hold on. I dropped her name real quick. Let me pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fell under my desk. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor. Uh, we have had the 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 poison ivy argument regarding the movie enough. <laughs> oh no, we're With gonna silk. have it again. You know what? Palling around. This is the topic oh, tonight. God. Uh so this this was pretty good. Um this was pretty good. Like surprise. It's sorry? Yeah, why are you surprised? You seem like surprised that it was good. Um well, first of all, you know, I don't think I've read anything by Torin Gronbeck. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I know that she's been in the sandbox for like a little bit of time. I think mm-hmm. maybe she did the Valkyrie uh, book. She did. Um, yeah. She yeah. worked with Jason Aaron pretty. I think this might be her first solo thing. Mm. At, least, at least big solo thing. But yeah, you're right. Right. I feel like there was a mini somewhere, but um. So this is, and this is part one of five. So that's, I, I kind of wish this was something bigger. But in any event, uh, Torn Gronbeck, Michael Dowling, uh, Jesus Albertov, uh, and Joe Sabino did the letters. Um, it, 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 first of all, and this is why this wasn't my book of the week, because I, I wanted it to be. Um, it takes a while to orient yourself into what the hell is happening in this comic book. I thought that was just me. No, no. Um, As someone who's pretty well versed, I was like, well, why is this person wearing this costume? Who the hell is that? What the hell are they doing? Um, There was a lot of that that I was experiencing throughout. Obviously, there's context that I'm missing. I have not kept up with, um, yeah, with this stuff over the last, I don't know, couple of years. Um, so a lot of people in positions that are not typical. All right, we can live with that. Um, the, the first few pages sort of felt wasted. And I'm not sure if I missed what I was supposed to get, but like this mission that they're on to find out who's doesn't have a soul or whatever. Like, okay, that happened. But then what? What was the point of that? Um, 
past that though it was great to see jane again jane foster uh she rejects the full power of thor when the hammer comes crashing through her window uh thor odin's son is gone some for some reason and he gives her the hammer she rejects the power i kind of felt that was like lame um and for no reason if the situation is that dire that thor's out of the picture you probably want the power um i was confused by that like because like it it felt like she didn't fully it felt like the difference between going super saiyan 2 and super saiyan like <laughs> that that's that's the best comparison i could make like I, I didn't get that like she didn't get the blonde hair for a second then she did what's that what's that about and then she's valkyrie but like not the she's, way yeah the way i read that is because she is her own character now valkyrie is a thing yeah. that's who she is um and she's accepted that and kind of thrived in it i think she's technically an avenger right now um and she has a power set where she can see that purple orb above people's heads because she ushers people to the afterlife so the bigger the orb the closer they are to death that's like her mm-hmm. power um uh but her not wanting to take that is just because she's not thor you know she is her own thing um, and I think seeing her fight that is going to be interesting in this because I think that's what the, the, the story is. You know, her constantly wanting to not have to tap into that power. And then Will because there's a movie coming out, you know, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, most of your complaints, Sean, I uh, I don't keep up with Thor and I felt fine about everything that happened here i i uh i felt like the the pages where uh you know they they had the purple orbs or whatever uh i thought that was a great explanation of who she is and what she does now and i guess she hangs out with the avengers um cool and now sif is helm doll all right cool um yeah, I don't know. I I every uh, everything worked about this for me. I I really enjoyed this. Uh, th- this was my book of the week. Hmm. Okay, man. If you like this, Kel, you really need to check out check out the uh, Jane Foster Valkyrie stuff. Hmm. Um, it's by well, the guy who did that. The art. It's by the guy. It's it's by Torin Gort, uh, Gronbeck and Jason Aaron and the artist who did that uh, Captain America book. That really good artist. That was like the both caps. Artem Zola fighting thing. The f- uh, zero issue or whatever? Yeah, 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 that one. Okay, I'm definitely not going to read it then. <laughs> I didn't like that art whatsoever. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Craven yeah. uh, the Hunter being the main villain? Is that? No? Nothing? No. Uh, no even worse, actually. Digging it further. Okay. <laughs> I recommend it. I thought it was pretty good. Man, I was lost. Uh <laughs> Dude, uh, th- this was this was the one book that I, I put down for a second. I'm like, all right, let me go get breakfast. Uh, I'll come back to this. I just I couldn't figure it out. I, what do you mean? I don't know. I, I I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand who these people are. Like I, I don't necessarily know who, what Heimdall's role would be regularly, and now Sif is in this role. I don't know uh, the the backstory behind Jane Foster who is, is or is not Valkyrie, but also could be Thor, depending on the power that is imbued in the hammer, which also happens to be Odin, but Thor is not Oh, yeah, here. they don't even describe that. Yeah. Like, there, 
as you're describing it, I'm realizing how much homework there is. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's a lot going on in this comic book. Yeah, I it's, don't know. It's because like they even show like Rose Solomon, who was like a major character in the Mighty Thor run. Beta Ray yeah, Bill's right. status quo is in this. Oh, I know who he was. Oh, there we go. <laughs> right. Thanks, Dan Warren like, Johnson. I was like, I was like, hey, okay. Uh, and then they show like curse without his curse gear on and you're supposed to be like oh algram the strong i know who that is but like yeah i do because i've read thor consistently for a decade um yeah like, i sure. think that's the thing with a lot of this thor stuff i'm coming in with knowledge from the movies and mm. that's about it like i have a, a a knowledge to start from there and i mean okay here we go <laughs> You've you've shocked uh, you've shocked Sean. He's so surprised that you enjoyed this comic. <laughs> yeah, I like how it, where, where it froze. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Sean, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Okay, he's oh. gonna drop out for a second. Right. He's in utter awe. <laughs> um, oh no! But like, I understand why they're doing this. A, they're they they have to put out a Jane Foster as Thor book currently. Yeah, synergy, corporate synergy. But also, like, I can see as the writer not wanting to make her Thor again because it negates the character growth. Mm-hmm. So it's like editorial and the actual story kind of conflicting. And I can see that on the page. Yeah, I I, I think the. Um, I, I like that conflict, though. I, 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 sure. I feel like that works. And I, I like that straight refusal to not take the Thor power. Um, I think as, you know, especially as like a cancer, you know, I, I didn't read the mighty Thor, but like, you know, as a cancer survivor, you know, she gets through it because she's Thor. Well, then who is Jane Foster? Right. Like you, you, you want to stand on your own two feet. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, Sean's internet went out because uh, God forbid Spectrum uh, maintains a good internet connection and whenever the heat gets slightly above warm. Uh, <laughs> thanks, a little sweaty. City. Let me let me uh, let me just. Can you yeah? Can you here. move yeah. you into the other box? What? Uh, yeah. I, oh, I, I fixed it. Yeah, or I better. Boom! Look at that. Uh, so maybe Sean will be back. But would you guys uh, pull, pass or pull? That's what we say, right? Uh, yeah, I'd pull. That's that's how we do it. Yeah. This this was not the book for me, so uh, I'm not going to judge it on that. Uh, I I'm assuming this is a pull. Sh- Kale liked it. That's enough for a fucking pull, okay? That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Kale liked it? what is essentially a movie tie-in book. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh? Where's Matt? Because <laughs> Matt needs to be here to see this shit. Uh, I'll, I'll let him know about it. I'm not. I think he's watching video game stuff right now. But is that still uh, on? Uh, it's, it's summer games fest Cal. yeah i know i, I watched it's gonna part be of the it. whole summer it's still going good grief yeah um but yeah so uh marco you also had uh, or we all did apparently had a tag that uh sean can't talk about right now but i guess i'll, I'll fill in for it so we were all tasked with reading whatever we could of batman the white knight by uh, oh, sean. oh right, right right oh yeah yeah, 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 Sean Gordon Murphy we, uh, with Matt Hollingsworth, we, Hollingsworth and Colors. Before we do this, should we wait to... Um, it's too obtuse, his time frame, so... 
should we vamp a little? We can uh, talk about bullshit video games. This is our yeah, show now. T- talk about it for a bit. I'll check in with them. Um, I didn't. I don't. I didn't watch enough of this. I don't know enough <laughs> about video games. <laughs> oh, let me vamp it's about not, one thing that I didn't watch. <laughs> it's not. It's not Pokemon. So I don't particularly care about it. I the, like this book. The, the, oh, we're going to White Knight. Oh, uh, just, okay. Kel going was going to vamp. Knight. All right. Yeah, he was going. Yeah, we're just, let's go to the White Knight. We'll, we'll, All right. Spectrumitis right now. Uh, the uh, uh, usually when Sean recommends something that is Batman related, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll read it. I'll see what it's about. I might not continue it. Like a quarter one. Of those, okay. Don't. <laughs> and this was one of those instances where I was like, oh, you know what? I'll. I like this. I like this enough to keep going. I bookmarked the rest of these. Uh, I read the first two issues. And I bookmarked the rest so I can like download. I downloaded it already so I can read it to get to it later. Um, I had fun. The premise is interesting. The the art, phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Matt Hollingsworth. Absolute fan. Right? So good. He, uh, oh. he did Witches. was the first time I, ever, I think I've ever seen like some of his stuff. And that's where he went all out. Is he all out. Jock's typical colorist? I believe he is, yeah. That smells yeah. about right, yeah. It definitely smells right. Great book. Cool, cool idea. And then the fact that Joker turns into this fucking lawyer and uh, aristocrat type, like, wild. Oh, man, I should have kept going. It's good. It's real good. You, uh, it it I, takes turns. I would, I, would, I would keep going. Does it? Um, if, you, if you have the time, just keep going. It, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's, I get, it's strangely I'm, fun. I might have to borrow someone's DC subscription. Because <laughs> um, uh, I'm not going to pay the 30 bucks or whatever they were trying to get me to do it on Amazon. It's crazy. I got you. So um, the, the – oh, go ahead, Gal. Yeah. Uh, well, so for me, so I read the first issue and then the uh, the Victor Freeze special. Mm. Um, the first issue I – I enjoyed. I liked that it had a bit. It felt like uh, an arm of the animated series. Just about to mention mm-hmm. that. Yep. Um, which I, I think is an interesting, um, an interesting twist, um, and an interesting sort of continuation that isn't really relied upon anymore, except in you know the animated series books or whatever. Sure. Um, but the the turn with Jack Napier, I think, is is also really interesting. Um, I was not aware Bruce was a character in this book. <laughs> I thought this book, I always thought this book was actually about the Joker becoming Batman. Hmm. Oh, interesting. so I maybe I actually don't know what this book is about. <laughs> you definitely don't. You don't. <laughs> uh, um. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one of the things I do like about it is it is very influenced uh, by the animated series. Yeah. Um, and there's one thing that nobody can deny about Sean Gordon Murphy is that dude can draw a goddamn car. Mm. Um, yep. He draws the shit of like motorcycles and cars and stuff. And I will say, keep reading. Just, just keep reading. Um, mm. It... Uh, it gets real good. There are, there's more. So he's kind of building his own corner of the DC universe. This is the beginning of it. Uh, there was another White yeah. Knight series. Um, there was the Harley Quinn one, uh, written by his wife, I believe, which was very good, honestly. Um, but I don't want to spoil that one because it's very, 
based on what happens in the previous. He's got a he's got a Batman Beyond one now, doesn't he? Which is a direct continuation of the second. Yeah. It's like the third, the the oh. three. because because um, White Knight two came out. He did he did a Harley Quinn thing, right? Yeah, his wife did, and then um, oh, he worked on it as well, um, and then uh, I think that was drawn by Mateo Scalera, by the way. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, the third one, Beyond the White Knight, is essentially if if the timelines of Batman Beyond and animated series, we were like right in the middle ground, of like when things started transitioning. Um, that's where that Ooh, one sits. That's I think cool. it's right down your guys' alley, honestly, and it's just good looking. Hmm. For. Uh, the, the aesthetic that, that gets built out here, super gothic, like the, especially mm-hmm. when we were on the rooftops in that first issue and just like the cars going over things, it just felt very uh, apropos for those times. Like it, it's great. Yeah, I recommend it. So um, who, who gets the... <laughs> um, I want to talk about the freeze issue real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Sean was saying that was a big deal and I don't get it. <laughs> I, I that that was the one I didn't read. Was it like it, is it in the vein of the animated episode? No. No. <laughs> it um so the story uh the Mr. Freeze special revolves around uh Victor Freeze's family in World War 2. Oh yeah. Um there so it it starts uh uh victor's father is uh scientific partners with another guy who is jewish and they're in germany which quickly becomes nazi germany and victor's father um ends up working with the nazis because he sees it as the only way to continue their research and Hmm. uh stay alive uh, obviously, the I'm Jewish guys have a problem with this. <laughs> um, so they don't want to be held up by Freeze. Um, so they try to escape. They try to take Victor with them because they get really close. Um, but they're captured, and uh, Baron Von Freeze um, has made an ice ray to uh to to stop the nazis and he uses it to stop the nazis um i'm kind of upset you read that before finishing white knight because that there are things that come into play that get revealed in white knight i think in terms of when it came out the free special came out after white knight but i guess we should have clarified that uh, and Nora Nothing, is it's more supplemental sister? Um, Excuse me. Right, gross. something like that. I don't know. It didn't. I, it didn't do anything for me. And the art by Klaus Jansen was fine. Ooh. He's, uh, you know, he is a revered artist for for a reason. This didn't do a ton. I feel like me. he. I feel like he's a. I, I always see him as like an inker. Like he's excellent. <laughs> he's Miller's guy. He's Miller's guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess who do you guys have a tag? I don't know how it works with the, the four well, people. Who got who got tagged first? Technically, I think I did. Okay. Okay. But take it then. I just had one, and I didn't have another one. Well, no, I I had it because I gave Sean 
that thing to read. I can come uh, up with one right now. I knew we'd have this issue. Let's see. Do it. Let's do, see. it do it. Do it. Uh, do it and give it to hold me. On, hold on, hold on. Vamp, guys. Vamp. Actually, vamp no, this give time. Give it to me. Can't juggle. Oh, uh, man. I'm trying to no, do y'all something didn't, uh, Y'all in the chat didn't like that riveting Batman talk. You didn't <laughs> like me describing that entire issue terribly. <laughs> oh, okay. It. Marco. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Just okay. so I can force this on the show for next week. <laughs> Marco, you're going to read Savage Dragon number 262. <laughs> yes, dude. Hell yeah. Okay. So, 272. Yeah. Was it 272? 262. Pretty... It's back. It's back, gonna, baby. Gonna... So we're going to keep that going on the show. I'm going to order it right now. You said you wanted to watch it, right? Or you wanted, uh, wanted to read it. So I'm going to start. I got to start somewhere. Yeah, you have to. And I'm going to read it too. So we can, we can, I guess we can both talk about it. Okay. Um, but we have some polls for next week. And Savage Dragon wasn't on there because it was just so low on the list. Uh, I use League of Comic Comics Geeks to see what's coming out next week, and I guess it goes by the amount of people that pulled it. And man, it's a little lower than I expected. Um, but next week on all of our lists, including Sean's, was Duo Power Bomb by Danny Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. Come on, Come on man! No, Pro no Wrestling fucking Mortal Kombat. This is gonna be the first book we talk about next week. Ooh, Tyler, can you let Sean in? I can. Yep. Let's see. Nah, leave him out. Kick him out. <laughs> No, you don't. Oh, 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 Sean. Hello. There he is. You fit, yes. you patched the wires back? You magrubered it? <laughs> magrubered it? Is yeah, that you, what you said? MacGyver? your router. Yeah, MacGyver. No, no, no. I meant MacGruber. All right. I don't yeah. know what that means. You don't know what MacGruber is? He's the yes. SNL parody of MacGyver. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, Will Forte. But. Good stuff. All right, uh, so where White are we? White Knight was mixed between uh, the two of us. Okay. I'm, iffy, I'm iffy on it. Uh, I read the first issue and the free special. Mm-hmm. By the first issue, I could see where it's cool. The free special did nothing for me. Okay. I dug it. I downloaded the rest of the run. Nice. Awesome. I hope you liked it. And what is the tag for next week? Just to catch me up. Um, because we had to figure out how we were going to do it, I took control and I gave Marco Savage Dragon. All right. Have what? fun, Marco. Hey, you, you know he's excited will. You for know it. know he will. You know I will. <laughs> I don't know why you questioned that. It's the return, too, so like it hasn't come back. It's the start of a new arc, I believe. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm... His father comes back from another reality. All right, cool. Um, we're talking about do a powerbomb, though, for next week. Oh, this is the book. Yeah. It's the book. And I'm so bummed. I'm actually not here next week. Yo, and, you suck. Um, I know I suck. <laughs> I'm so bummed because I really, really want to be able to talk about this comic, and I'm jealous that you guys will be able to. I will offer you this, Sean. If you want to record yourself, if you have time, I'll, I'll, I'll put it into the stream. I won't even be able to buy the comic. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Unfortunate. Right, well, but issue two. I think everyone should seek this out. I think it's going to be so much fun. If you've ever liked wrestling, if you just like really great art, um, it's all here. This is this is another Daniel Warren Johnson joint. I think it's going to be special. Uh, and then you and I also pulled Captain America Sentinel Liberty, number one, by Jackson Kelly and uh, Lansing, with art by uh, Carmen Carnero, previously mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah, Stormbreaker. Yep. Uh, this is uh, Steve Rogers' book, where he's going against some new character, which I'm pretty sure it's his son from Dimension Z. That's that's what I'm calling right now. I'm calling Whoa. him as like, a, like he turned or something. Nomad. Yeah. But 
Who knows? That's a that's a, a big call right there. All right. I would like to see son, that. But good character. Yeah. Yeah. Decent character. I don't know. Uh, um. Marco, you got seven sons? Uh, Whoa. Planning to at some point. <laughs> Yo. Not the way you're going. <laughs> pull out game week. <laughs> the, this cover fucking frightened me. Like, what the hell is this? And then I saw it was Jai Lee. Yep. Instant buy. Dude, uh, you can put Jai Lee on any cover and it frightens me. There was just something so unsettling about this. And I, I don't know what it's about. I, cover alone. <laughs> it's one of those books. Cover alone. Yes. Is he writing it? I think he might be. Oh, is he? He's okay. Got, he's got first um, billing on it. If that's if that's the case, then, oh, guys, we could be famous if we buy followers, primes, and views on mountainviewers.com. Oh, man, spooky. Thank you. Um, <laughs> if, if Lee is writing it, because the cover sort of got me. He's not. I just looked it up. But Sorry. it's, okay, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's Robert Windham, and uh, it is uh, first title, seven issue limited series. Seven Sons is the Fugitive meets the Book of Revelations. Delph, a young man who may be the second coming of Christ, runs for his life as he attempts to learn the truth behind his existence. What? God damn. I don't want to read a Jay Lee book. I hate his art. It'd be good, dude. <laughs> I, I did pick this over the uh, Bone Orchard, which is that new Jeff Lemire thing. That shit is seventeen dollars for eighty-eight so, pages. Is it hand-drawn or are they one prints? Like what's? I don't. I have. No, I, I'd be buying it digital, dude. That I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. I cannot justify that. Is it a? Gra- it, is it a graphic novel? What the hell? What? It, it's a trade. Yeah, it's the first uh, series oh, okay. of trade. But that's, but still, eighty-eight pages. Yes. Not the buy. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, I mean that is four issues. Yeah, but no, a trade. It's uh, like maybe two. Uh, no, dog. Eighty-eight pages. Yeah, that's twenty um, issues a, a. Twenty pages an issue. Kale, you picked the ward number one, which I think actually came out yesterday. But that's fine. It did come out yesterday. I yeah. picked it uh, this week because I wanted to shout it out. Uh, Kevin Scott is the writer, and he does a lot of uh, the Star Wars stuff now, but. Uh, not that long ago, he was one of the uh, the stars of Titan and doing their Doctor Who stuff. Mm-hmm. And his stuff is oh. really, really good. Um, so I'm very excited to see uh, an indie project uh, come from him. Uh, it's basically ER meets Hellboy is how it's pitched. Okay. That's nice. a good pitch. Uh, s- you read it? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, St. Lilith is a secret hospital for supernatural creatures. The personnel are overworked and the facility is underfunded. Sounds like the NHS. Am I right, my British friends? <laughs> it's a Got place em. and a life. Dr. Nat Reeves thought she left behind until a wounded woman with a tail appears on her doorstep. Okay, I got a question. Okay. What is national health care? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Wouldn't know. I don't, don't use it. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. And then, uh, Kel, you had to go uh, to the Mirrorverse with Star Trek Mirror War Cisco one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Star Trek books right now are doing the Mirror Universe. It's a, just a great big line of 
the mirror universe books and mostly they focus on evil Picard. Uh, but I guess this is a spinoff with uh, Ben Sisko from Deep, Sp- Deep Space Nine. Um, and DS9 is probably my favorite series. Um, I mean, th- th- this has Mirror vs. Kira in it, so like... Oh, come on. <laughs> that's... That's an easy pull. Yeah, easy. <laughs> and we ain't talking about the comic, am I right? Oh, yo, somebody up wonking they willy. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm real excited uh, about a Star Trek book. Let's go, yeah. make Star Trek cool again without lens flare. Yeah, yeah. I like the Those lens are flare. Those are pulls. Man, I gotta make all these refer- wrestling references next week. You guys better watch some wrestling coming up. <laughs> you better be like, give I'm me like, some yo, wrestling you to see, watch. You see when that person hit a burning hammer? You guys are gonna be like, yo, whose hammer's burning? Like, go to get oh. go to a doctor for that. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Um, yeah, that's that's it for pals pulls. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, next week, I can promise you one thing: we'll be talking about doing a power bomb. Maybe Tyler will teach these two marks how to do a power bomb. Uh, tune in to find out. I'll practice. I'll teach you a flat back first. It's in the title. Don't know what that means. Um. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the comics pals to support for as little as three dollars a month. You too can help raise a power bomb. Oh. Um yeah. Where am I being uh, raised to? I don't know. I lost my the wind out of my sails. Uh <laughs> thanks, Spectrum. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the comics pals. Six PM every Saturday or every Thursday, uh ten fifteen AM every Saturday for the main show. Uh, youtube.com slash the comics pal subscribe for free like the video share it with your friends all that stuff's free to do and it helps out a lot more than it costs you our uncanny avengers book club is out now that is rick remender's run issues one through 22 pretty sure you'll have a good time it was voted by the patrons so you know that you know they have good taste um we'll see <laughs> depends on some people book. on there yeah yeah uh that's all we got until next week, take care, guys. See you next week. We're logging off. Bye. <laughs>